Hi, I'm Tim Carter, and this is Ask the Builder. And I got an email from a gentleman named Harlan who lives in Minnesota not too long ago. And Harlan was really interested in some electric hybrid water heaters. And he wanted me to give him some advice whether I thought it was a really good idea to get one. I did what I always do. I go right to the source. So I reached out to the brand that he had talked about. It was Ream. And I went and found out that there was a brand, well, it's a newer water heater. It's a newer electric heat pump water heater. It sounds crazy, but think about that. It's a small heat pump water heater. And they had some really impressive savings that they were touting on their website. I'm looking at it right now. It says you could save up to $480 a year on your electric bill. That is pretty significant. I decided then to reach out to the public relations firm who handles Reams' account and try to set up an interview with one of the top experts at Ream. And that's exactly what happened. So I want you to listen right now to the interview I had with Anchor, and he really knows his stuff. How you doing, Anchor? Good. How are you? I'm living the dream, buddy. <laughs> All right, so let's get started. So tell me what the actual mechanism is that heats the water in the new hybrid heater. How does, how does it do it? How does it actually heat the water? All right, so uh, in, in regular water heater, right, whether it's gas or electric, uh, it actually uses uh, fuel to, uh, uh, to heat water. So in case of electric, you will have an electric element that comes on, right? In, in heat pump, it is actually transferring heat. That's why it is so efficient. So it's transferring heat from the air into the water. So basically what it does, it takes the heat out of the, uh, out of the air, which yep. is the ambient air in the surrounding, and ambient air always have heat. Even if you are freezing, the air still has heat. Because the heat is, is a relative term, right? So what it does is it takes a heat from the air and it warms up the refrigerant. And then the refrigerant goes into a compressor. That compressor compresses the, the refrigerant and supercharges it. The refrigerant is a phase-changing uh, material, which is same as water. Water is uh, the most natural phase-changing material, right? Because it can go into uh, uh, water vapor, uh, water that you drink, and ice that you put in the in the water. So it goes through three states uh, of of matter, right? Yes. So uh, so think of it this way: if you put one dollar or one kilowatt worth worth of uh, uh, electricity in your heat pump water heater, it, it puts in about 3.75 kilowatt worth of energy. And the way it does that is, is through uh, heat transfer from refrigerant to, to the water. Okay. And uh, the compressor itself only uses about 300 watts. And it transfers an equivalent of about 1,600 watts of heat into the water because of the efficiency that it, it, you, it compresses, plus what it is compressing is the refrigerant. The refrigerant is the most, more, uh, is, is the most efficient transfer of, of heat. Rather than an element coming on, a regular element would only be 98% efficient, somewhere around that, because it's submerged in the water. So yes. you are transferring, you put one kilowatt of energy on, in the element, it will only transfer about 9, 0.98 
kilowatt of energy. That's why that's why the heat pumps are so much more efficient because it's not uh, generating heat; it's transferring heat from one one source to another source. And is so is it is the heat pump getting the um, heat from the air in the room that is surrounding the water heater, or is it doing getting the air from outside? You can with our our heat pump. You can do it either. You can duct it and uh, and bring air from somewhere else, uh, or you you decide not to duct it at all. Then it will take the air around the around the around the room. So you've already answered question number two, um, and you answered number three already because it uh, produces it does produce more. It's through the magic of the refrigerant. It's like you said. You already gave me the math. For each kilowatt, it's three times that or so. How, tell me about, has there been any uh, improvement in the insulation around the storage tank? Improvement in insulation? Does the hybrid one have more insulation, a different type of insulation? Uh, in other words, have you done anything to improve the, you know, once you've heated the water, is it going to lose that heat as fast as one of your other water heaters? So there you have it. I think your takeaway should be that if you're going to purchase a new water heater, if you can only use electric to heat water, this is probably something that should be on your radar. Uh, there may be other ones. There may be competitive brands. I can tell you <clears throat> that I... <clears throat> I think you... I think your takeaway should be that this is really... I think your takeaway should be that this particular heat pump water heater is probably worth a serious look. If you can only heat water with electricity, it can save a lot of money uh, over a traditional water heater, traditional electric water heater. And if you're going to stay in a home for any length of time, there's a really good chance it won't take too awful long to recapture the extra money that you paid to get this high performance heater. And that's always key. You always have to keep in mind that you you need to be able to use the item long enough to be able to recapture the extra money you spent to save the energy. Okay, I'm Tim Carter. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. Remember, the sponsor today, Stain Solver, a great certified organic oxygen bleach. And go to the stainsolver.com website, learn a lot more about it, look at the before and after photos, and watch the videos. I'll have a new podcast for you soon. So watch for it. Okay, so sense? we're talking about standby loss. Yeah. So one thing that uh, uh, what we have done is uh, because heating the water is so efficient, uh, you'll see a lot of uh, lot of our competitors would uh, would back off on uh, on the on the insulation size. What we have done is uh, we kept the insulation uh, at the same thickness uh, okay. as uh, as what uh, a regular electric water would be. Uh, and that that keeps the standby loss uh, at the same level, but what what it is what where it is better is because it is so much more efficient to heat the heat the water. The losses you have is is far more uh, far less critical than uh, what you would have if you have a less efficient unit. I don't okay. know if that makes sense. Bottom line is you've kept the insulation the same, which is good. I mean, if, what's the MSRP of this heater versus? You know, a reg versus a regular eighty-gallon, you know, water heater that uses traditional elements. 
Right. So, so there, there is no 80-gallon resistance electric water heater uh, in the residential category. If you want to buy one, you can buy a commercial water heater um, uh, because after NECA 3, uh, anything above 55-gallon uh, has to have a heat pump. So in, in, uh, in all reality, if you go to, say, Home Depot and look for a residential or to a wholesale dealer and look for a residential 80-gallon water heater, electric, um, you won't find one. Well, so what's the MSRP of, this, of the new hybrid? Home Depot uh, has it set up at uh, maybe somewhere around $17.99 or $18.99. Okay. It, it varies depending on what they have set it up at. No, no worries. But it's can less I... than $2,000. Yeah, am I able to go buy one today? Yeah, you know, very popular. Every... You can buy it online. Did you When you did your, your calculations that you show on the website about average cost per day to heat water, did you guys run your own test to do that, or did you just grab that data from the U.S. Energy site? Yeah, those, those are all uh, DOE numbers. Okay. That uh, DOE has some guidelines, that, uh, uh, and that's how uh, we, we test it based on uh, their test protocol, and they have a guideline on, uh, you know, this is how much water an average home uses based on which bucket they fall under. And then we, we have, they prescribe us uh, a test, which is same for all manufacturer. And uh, that's a listing requirement that we would have, uh, they have from us. Okay. So we do that testing and, and then provide the number. Do you know if there's any rebates available or are there going to be any? Do you know if anything that I can share that? Oh, yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, in New Hampshire, there, there should be a rebate. I think last time I checked, there's a rebate in every state, but uh, this is like a year, two years back. Uh, but two states, and I can't remember what those two states were. There is a rebate in every state available. And and are they is is that information available uh, at the Ream site? Uh, you know, I, I I may have skipped over it. I just I'm just wondering. If you go to uh, uh, ream.com/hybrid. Okay. Uh, we have uh, uh, a microsite that is dedicated to uh, to hybrid product, and you have all the uh, benefits of of the hybrid. Uh, and then, um, right at the bottom of the page, uh, you don't even have to have scroll at the bottom, but uh, there is a, a tab called Energy Calculator. This is probably as uh, as an installer, plumber, this is most powerful tool so it's called savings calculator okay and in that savings calculator you can punch in your your zip code so let me give me a zip code that sure. zero three two five three and if you punch in uh, zero three two five three uh you, it looks like your electric rate is about 18 cents and uh, there is a New Hampshire electric co-op that has uh, that has a rebate. Wonderful tool. Thank you. That's perfect. That's exactly what I was looking for. Um, yeah, you're tell, welcome. Tell me but about, remember, yeah. also, re also remember the federal tax credit of $300. Okay. So that, that's back uh, um, starting uh, last year. So you can have uh, up to $300 uh, in federal tax credit. So it's not a deduction; it's a credit. That, that's huge. I've written, you know, quite a few columns about how people can extend the life of water heaters by changing out anode rods, uh, putting in an extra one, blah blah blah. Do you do you offer any tips on for, for consumers on how to extend the life of this water heater? Yeah. So I, I think the best way uh, you know, you're talking about anode. I, I think that that's great. If you uh, if you can replace anode, that's that's great. 
But I think uh, the the simplest one is if you can flush your uh, your water heater every year. Um, that allows the sediment to uh, to basically not uh, not clung up and then still be able to uh, to uh, to get out of the water. Uh, if you if you're in really really bad uh, really really hard water, then you can do you can try doing it every six months. That also helps your anode not uh, deplete so fast. Okay. All but right. uh, yeah, of course, anode depletion, uh, anode change, as well as flushing, in a periodic uh, manner. Like I, I live in uh, Atlanta, so we get city water, and our water is fantastic. And uh, my last water heater that I had was uh, 15 years old, and uh, when I replaced it, uh, the water still was was great. I mean, it was no, it came out just fine. Wonderful. Okay, good. Um, but then I, I was in Arizona, where uh, the plumber really had to take a crowbar to get. Uh, so I think regular. Uh, 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 regular drainage is is really helpful. That's that's a great tip. Uh, most people don't do it. There is one thing that we're doing with our next uh, the the upcoming uh, next generation heat pump is we are integrating the the leak sensor within the product itself, uh, and we're also putting a water shutoff valve. Yes. So good. if somebody is not doing the right thing, right, which will lead to anode depletion. To your point. And then will eventually corrode the water, uh, the tank, and lead to a leak. So as soon as the the leak sensor senses leak, it will send a text message. It will it will have a local alarm, but it will also shut off the uh, water coming into the tank. Yeah. And what that would do is that will stop that leak, right? And it will also stop any hot water going into the house. So that'll be an indicator if somebody ignores the annoying no- sound that the alarm that the water heater is making, that will get uh, everybody's attention. Now, what that does is it it detects the leak as well as stops the leak, but also tells the consumer that hey, we got a problem, all doing it at the same time without doing any more damage than just about eight ounces of water outside the tank. It's a great idea, but but before we get to the leaks, in other words, what I'm trying to do is, per the previous question, we want to prevent leaks. So we want to prevent the tank from getting a leak. And anyway, so it's just it's just a, a random idea. You know, figure out a way to remind all your customers, hey, hey, you gotta you gotta flush that that water here. Um, so the. The, I think the answer to this question I already know. What's the most common cause for a leak or failure of one of these water heaters? And it's just the actual tank itself just starts to get a, a, a leak in it because the anode rod has been depleted? I mean, is that really what's what really happened? Yeah, well, most cause. of the time, anode rod is depleted and uh, uh, and and, the, uh, and and it starts eating into the tank, yeah. Yeah, exactly. We don't see that. Uh, uh, we see very, um, very small percentage, really, really small percentage of water leak damage. A uh, lot, lot of the water heaters last way past their life. Without uh, little to no uh, uh, no maintenance, and I think uh, industry-wide they've done a they've done all done a great job with that. But to your point, you can extend it further by by doing regular maintenance. I want to share what's causing the water heater to leak. Like in other words, why would it just leak? But let me ask you this: how many how many readers of yours complain about leaking water heater? 
So I have the ability to find those kind of questions out. But you know, that's a fantastic idea. So uh, you, you got me excited now. It will be cool to, to, to find out uh, from your subscribers, right, yeah, yeah. whether they have changed a water heater because it leaked or roof because it leaked. Yeah, exactly. And I, I have a feeling they may have changed the roof before they ever changed the water heater. Well, we could find that out. Yeah, I, I think that'll be awesome, right? Yeah, because well, people don't pay attention to the water heater, but uh, they should, to your point, right? Because it can cause some damage. Uh, but above all, what what is what people ignore is the damage it is causing without ever leaking, which is in in on their pocketbook. Yeah, exactly. They are paying. Yeah, so you you're paying five hundred dollars more. In your area, it's going to be a lot more than what we what we advertise. We only advertise based on twelve cents per kilowatt hour. In your area, you're paying 18 cents. Yeah. So it's affecting their cash flow and their pocketbook. About 30 bucks, you can put 30 bucks to burst uh, something else. Yeah, you're welcome. I mean, these heat pumps are really, uh, really a great source to uh, source of savings for uh, for homeowners. And um, we're we're, uh, we're we're push doing our job, uh, spreading the word. And I appreciate your interest in the product it all came from one of my subscribers one of my subscribers emailed me and said tim um what do you think about these heaters and have you checked it out and uh i went to your website looked at it and when i saw the numbers you know i i just um the, the only suggestion i would have because is that you might want to you know pull the curtain you know you know lift the curtain a little bit to share how it does the job, or maybe if you did, I missed it. The the website I provided you, it actually has a, a video that uh, talks about, uh, you know, how it does its its function. It's a very short video, yeah. uh, maybe less than two minute video, and uh, I'll, I'll I'll if if you can check it out and uh, provide feedback. I I have I have this in my home also, so uh, yeah. uh, it, it's it's uh, the technology works. It's it's fantastic. But it's it's in the there's a video in the in the website uh, okay. reem.com back uh, slash hybrid uh, and it has all all lot of cool features and uh, cool things for uh, for you to try out. Thanks, anchor. Sure, appreciate it. All right, see you guys. Thank Bye -bye. you. I think your takeaway should be that this particular heat pump water heater is probably worth a serious look if you can only heat water with electricity. It can save a lot of money. Uh, over a traditional water heater, traditional electric water heater. And if you're going to stay in a home for any length of time, there's a really good chance it won't take too awful long to recapture the extra money that you paid to get this high-performance heater. And that's always key. You always have to keep in mind that you, you need to be able to use the item long enough to be able to recapture the extra money you spent to save the energy. Okay, I'm Tim Carter. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. Remember, the sponsor today, Stain Solver, a great certified organic oxygen bleach. And go to the stainsolver.com website, learn a lot more about it, look at the before and after photos, and watch the videos. I'll have a new podcast for you soon, so watch for it.